Hey there, you cats and kittens. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not doing Tiger King anymore. Actually, I do want to rewatch the series and just laugh again. Um, outside of the episode where Home Dude like killed himself and stuff, that that's not funny. But all the other stuff was hilarious. And uh, Carol Baskin killed her husband. I'll say that again. Carol killed her husband. Okay, she's crazy. Um, but I come to you guys today because it is the evening time on a Tuesday. And I discovered something about myself that was really interesting, um, but really kind of alarming, but not really um, because I was able to put a label on top of it. And so I've been researching it to death. I'm trying to figure out how to uh, maintain it or either solve it. And I I don't think based on the results that I've shown in my search that I can solve it. I just got to work with it. So today on TikTok in my morning hours, you know what I mean? Like I wake up at 2.30, 3.30 every morning since March, uh, since quarantine started, which is fucking weird. I've talked about it before. Um, I get on TikTok and I just laugh through the day. The first hour of my day, I'm laughing through a lot of the creatives that are on there, as well as a lot of the injustices that are on there. And um, a lot of information is um, shared on TikTok. There's a lot of uh, creatives. There's a lot of SMEs, SMEs being subject matter, subject matter experts on different things. And I do follow a lot of political people because I don't watch the news. I don't have the news. I don't have streaming services. So other than YouTube, I don't really know what's going on. But yet and still, I still have a forefront of what's happening day in and day out. TikTok is just an additive force to that. And so I I watch their updates on what happened the day before, the morning of. And this has been very, very interesting. And so today's morning uh, learning session, let's go ahead and call it that, um, before I got out of bed to actually start my day and facilitate an engineering meeting that I had to do with a number of stakeholders. I'm actually that was scheduled for 90 minutes went into 32 minutes and i just have to say like ah. i even told them i was like this is our fastest meeting ever i love you guys i'm so excited that it's not 90 minutes and it's only 32 and they were really excited about it and i was too and i actually got a call after the meeting i know this is whole sidebar a call after the meeting with someone that's been on them for the last uh maybe nine months 10 months she was just added to the group and so she was just like I have to tell you how impressed and how enthralled I am with you and how you run your meetings I learned something from you even though they're a lot they're very negative you are the only woman that's in power over the over this entire realm right of the group that we are dealing with Um, they listen to you they silence themselves for you to speak and it's empowering to me. It's empowering. And I appreciate you. And when she called me, like, right after me, I was like, oh, my gosh. Shut up. Oh, yes. Thank you. I feel you. I love it. And a lot of that stems from being a black woman, the only black woman whose face they see on a day-to-day basis, week-to-week, month-to-month, for the last six to seven years. There's nobody that looks like me in their realm. Everybody in their realm is, uh, looks like them. Just keep it straight and forward. Nobody looks like me or handles the environment like me. And I put that pressure on myself 
to be successful because um, I can't allow it not to be. Because I don't know who's coming behind me. I try recruiting. They keep dropping out. In a minute, because of my mental health and other shit that's going on, I won't be here as long. And so I'm trying to set up the scene so that whoever comes in looking like me knows what to do to, you know, shoot this shit out the water. You feel me? Like, and, and honestly, um, this morning I woke up like every morning I wake up with a hangover. Um, if you've listened to my previous episodes, which you cannot see right now, which I will populate in the next month. Um, I had a moment, um, but Drinking is something I do every day. It's the main thing that gives me support, happiness, sustainability. It actually has saved my life in 2020. Um, Without alcohol or edibles or like finding things like TikTok to make me laugh every day. I don't know where I will be as of this day of August. Oh, no, it's not even August. September 1st, 2020. I deal with a lot of emotional emotional instability. You know what? You know, y'all know how we go. You know how I go. You be listening to me for a while. You know, when I saw study, I got to go ahead and give me a couple of drinks. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, that was a sip of water. But, um, yeah, it's just like if you feel c- compelled to speak out, it's just kind of one of those things that at September of 2020, I'm looking at my life like, man, if I didn't have alcohol, if I didn't have TikTok, if I didn't have the access to weed like I do, I don't know if I would be here right now. And that shit hit me today. In addition to that coworker, or I guess manager, cause she's not a peer. She's definitely higher up. Um, her next move would definitely be director. Let me just go ahead and brag on it. Her move would definitely be director next. Um, giving me that compliment, ah, that, that just made my day. Um, one of the things that I deal with in this diagnosis that I came to today, which I'm going to get to in about a minute, um, is that I thrive on people giving me validation and praise. And when she called me out of the blue after this, you know, I, I always have rough meetings with this group. Um, there are a lot of men that are on there that are rednecks, that are uh, baby baby boomers who don't believe in BLM. Um, they have sexist views. They just have a lot of stuff going on and they can give a fuck about how we run the office. They're going to say what they need to say and they're going to tell you what you need to do to make sure their job gets done. And so I got to, now I'm, I'm code switching, right? Three times over. I got office people I got to make sure they're comfortable. I got field representatives I got to make sure they're comfortable. Even though they rednecks and probably low-key racist Trump supporters, let's keep it fucking real. I got a job to do. So I got to make sure they like me. They might not like my skin, but they like me. So what do I need to do to play this game so that they get the work, work done? And if they don't get it done, how they, how they can feel comfortable to come to me to get it done? I've been working on that for three and a half motherfucking years. And that shit is golden, it's solid, it's to a T. But most of the time when we do have these bi-monthly meetings, there's a lot of complaints. Um, not toward me, though. It's always complaints towards some other stakeholder within the process, which we have like about eight of them. And because I'm a project manager over the program, it's my job to clean it up and find the bottlenecks and fix it. And so those problems come to me in full throttle, man, full frustration, full confusion. 
even though I've already explained to them what may be the proper cause of it, they don't want to hear that. They want to hear it from that group and probably that man in that group. Let's be honest. And so I got to navigate those conversations accordingly. And so I, had to, I do this every other month or every, some every other month, some every other week, depending on what's going on. And I got to be able to be toe-to-toe with them, 10 toes in, ten toes in the ground. What did they say? 10 square? I don't know. No cap. Okay. Come on, Gen Z. Help me. Um, I'm there trying to help out and figure out what I can do to make it better despite my gender. Gen- okay, that was a... The ice creator did a little bit of a row and it startled me. But despite that I'm a female, despite that I'm in my 30s and despite that I'm black, how can I make sure they respect me, they hear me and they follow the rules that I give them? There's a way that I have to approach them in a a sort of aggressive way, but also a subtle way way that um, they're able to understand that I'm giving you a soft direction and it can escalate to a motherfucking hard direction if you don't hear what the fuck I'm saying and having to navigate the way I have to execute that from 2017 I would say 2017 to present it's been a hard journey but us as black people that are listening know how that journey is we don't give 100 we got to give 200 percent and I've told my peers and this is how confident and cocky I am um with the people that I work with, to be honest. Um, I had to give a presentation recently on anything that I felt was on my heart. And so about two weeks ago, I gave a presentation on productivity, not my commodities, not the things that I support to allow the grid to keep working, keep the power on. I'm tired of talking about PCCs, programmable capacitor controls. I talk about it every week, every day, all the time. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk to people who don't know how to um, organize their time to get more out of their day than the day gets out of them. And so I put a whole presentation together for that and allow people to understand it was transparent that I don't need eight hours in a day to get my work done. I need three to four. The way I, I work, the pointers that I'm giving y'all today, I only need three to four. The additional two hours that I work are me preparing for the rest of the week. And so that continually allows a cycle for me to be ahead of everybody else, whether it's emergency or not. So I have multiple days where I could be like, I don't really need to show up to work like at all today if I if I didn't want to. But let me go ahead and sign in and just be ahead of schedule. And so I had one of those situations um, come up and I allowed me to share that experience with a lot of my peers and they found value in it now granted the way you work is your own personality style your communication style your work style so they're not going to be able to implement everything that I've shared with them but hopefully they take a little bit of uh you know a few bullets to allow themselves to be a little bit lighter in the day it it makes no sense for you to be working 10 hours a day 10 hours are you serious oh my god no (laughs) You're lucky if you get six out of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how much I'm ahead of my work on time with it. And it's quality work. It's not rush work. It's quality because I'm a month to a week to two days in advance of the actual deadline. So, anywho, I'm here. I figured out why I started this podcast or why I started this episode. But I'm going to pause it here and let myself go ahead and take in what I was talking about.
and then we'll go from there. I just felt compelled to drop something. And, you know, we're here now. Love on me. I love on you. All right. I'll see you in a bit. All right. Bye. Some of us that don't post much, but we follow people. Granted, it's people that we are, like, attracted to, whatever. So this psychologist is a black male. Um, I don't know what city he's based in, but for some reason, for this day, at this time, when I swiped up to his page, it showed me symptoms of things that really define who I am. y'all so sorry to make this one so choppy obviously the month of august to september i've had a lot of reflections and yes i went through my episodes that i was recording from august to present and i had some edits to make um, based on what i heard it is what it is if you're an artist or any kind of person that wants to do perfection you want to make sure it comes out the right way in the right context And so, yes, you'll notice that all of my 16 at this point episodes have were removed or like hidden. I'm going to go ahead and repopulate those now in according with the one that I'm recording on right this moment, Um, because it's who I am. Um, I shouldn't be ashamed of what I'm talking about, how I'm talking about it, what I'm talking about. And I'm just going through a moment, you know what I'm saying? A moment. Okay. (laughs) And um, I felt the way I felt. And I was like, cancel all that shit. Cancel all that shit. That's what I said. And then I canceled everything. Like, I shut it all down. You feel me? Um, But that wasn't the right. That wasn't the right move, you know? And so I was re-listening to my last two episodes. was like, yes, they're not perfect. Yes, there's some things I want to change. But at the end of the day, I want the people that have supported um, this audio, this podcast, this transparency with me being who I am and learning about who I am completely. They need to have exposure to this because that's how the art is going to grow. And so today, as I'm watching this thing called Silence of the Lambs, you guys, if you haven't watched this movie, Silence of the Lambs, 1991, what's his name? I don't, I, I wanted to get together before I, I recorded this. The dude that's the scariest dude in this movie, I really want to talk to him and see how he got into character for this shit. Because I'm watching it. And I'm just like, yo, if you had a wife, a girlfriend, kids, I'm sure they weren't living with you at this time because you're scary. And I love it. And I need to understand how you got into character. You're a method actor. And I want to understand how to do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I was looking at the whole time. But I was like, you're scaring me. You know what I mean? But Science of the Lambs is like one of the best movies ever. Um, super creative, crazy, super creative. Um, definitely have a lot of spin on it, a lot of complexity. And so I had just finished watching that while I was listening to my last two episodes. I do two things at once. What you want to do? Multitask queen in the building. I know it's not, it's not cute no more, but I, I grew up on being multitaskical. Okay. So don't hate on me. Um, but I was listening to them. I was watching this. I was just doing two things at a time. Um, but no, I just want to make sure that I don't um, silence my art, even though I may have times of insecurity, um, uncertainty, uh, criticism may come. 
questions may come and understand that in the end of the day, what you hear and what you experience through these audio podcast recordings, they are me. There's no sugarcoating. Everything you hear is me in this season right now. Now, granted, five years earlier, five years later, who knows what that shit would have sounded like. But right now, that's me. And so I should not be ashamed of it. And hiding them or deleting them or whatever I was trying to do was probably not the best bet, but I was going through a little moment um, that week. And so I made rash decisions in addition to getting a puppy that has to let go in like three days. (laughs) We gonna get into that in that episode because like, listen, I love my doggies. I do. And I want two little cutesy ones that are um, hypoallergenic now that I know, you know, but that's when I get my house right now. I'm in an apartment. And it's a little tougher for me to um, give them the space that they need to really, like, do their thing. But on Craigslist, <laughs> I'd be on Star and Craigslist. I'll go ahead and live my life raw, okay, on the edge. You feel me? I know some of y'all don't, you don't rock with them websites no more. I do. Because I'm whore. Because I'm whore. Anywho, um, I was on Craigslist. And I saw this picture of this woman. I was like, I got to have them. I got to have them today. I got to have them today. And I, well, I didn't have them that night. It was next morning. By the next morning, I had a dog. And then that next morning, I broke out in hives. My eyes swell up. My hands start to swell up with bubbles. Um, It was just a lot going on. And I didn't have any Benadryl. So I went a whole 24 hours of being allergic to this dog. It was so freaking cute. But at the same time, having to find him a new home immediately. And I was just like, that was an impulse decision. Let's evaluate that. Um, but eventually I will be able to go ahead and land that in my life. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to go ahead and give you guys a quick update. I do have um, an episode to upload with you guys probably within the next week or so. Um, I am driving for seven to eight hours, seven, not 78, but seven to eight hours um, this week. And maybe I'll do one then to give you guys an up- update on my life and let you, guys, let you guys know what's going on. A few people have hit me up and like, are you okay? Is everything all right? Because, like, there's no more episodes. And you're like, you're being weird. And <laughs> you're being in my head. I don't like it. <laughs> what is happening? And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, quarantine has me fucked up. This whole year has me fucked up. Okay, I'm done. And scene. Um... <laughs> No, but I I had a moment where I just needed to, like, separate, but I'm back. Um, I need to go ahead and put myself first on the docket. (laughs) Um, But anywho, just wanted to go ahead and add this third part to it. And then we're going to go ahead and get back on the schedule. So it is September, cuz. I'm going to go ahead and give y'all an episode by end of September, if not before. And right now we on a month-to-month basis because I need content. You feel me? I can't just be just, you know, talking at the mouth just because I want to have something to say, you know. So right now it's month-to-month, you know. So (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and re-upload all the videos that I technically deleted slash hid. And then I will be uploading you guys a new episode as of September 2020. Um, hopefully you enjoy it, you relate to it, you embrace it. Let me know what your thoughts are. I'm open for it. I'm back. Let's do this. Ah, caca! Hey, hey. shout out to TikTok. Boop.